You're listening to the Monumental Me Mindshare Podcast. We're collecting stories and having conversations with real people who inspire us to thrive in life. Thinkers and doers and people like you. Good morning, Leona. Hi. Hi. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Got our coffees. Got our coffees. <laughs> so yeah, so we were talking about talking about kind of getting back into the groove of things when we see this light at the end of the tunnel. And I keep hearing more and more people are getting vaccinated. So it's all and the spring is sprung, spring's here. So I'm excited, but a little bit nervous too. I'm really nervous. I mean, on some level that I told Joe, my husband yesterday, said, I'm going to have separation anxiety. <laughs> I think when Noah goes back to school and things resume, we've been literally in front of each other nonstop for over a year now. March 12th was a year. Yes. And, you know, we've been remote learning for the year. So that's, I, I will be certainly happy <laughs> when that's over. But at the same time, I think really nervous about just not having that level of comfort around me. Right. Yes. Definitely thinking a lot about just being home and we're about to go visit my mom by car in, in another state. So that has bring up, brought up some anxieties about kind of getting into more crowded spaces and getting out there taking transportation, public transportation, all that stuff. But, and even though my family has been driving me crazy and there's been, you know, stressful times, there's been many wonderful times. So yeah, like what you're saying with sending kids back to school, it's much needed, but there's definitely going to be some separation anxiety. And yeah, yeah. yes. I think people yeah. are definitely going to have anxiety. Kids are going to, or teenagers are going to. So that's something that is such an interesting topic right now. And especially with women, I think women have, you know, been juggling work or had to leave work to be at home and, and maybe take a little bit more of the brunt of homeschooling, maybe than partners, that might be a controversial comment, yeah. but yeah. So that's also been a topic that, that I was just talking to a friend yesterday who got a new job and it's been tricky assimilating into the new company during COVID, but then she also is not looking forward to commuting in New York city after this is all over either. I haven't been on a subway in a year literally a year yeah I have and, and I think I think when we spoke last I said to you I haven't been on the subway in years because it feels and I was like what <laughs> yeah so it feels, it feels like years yeah yeah it does feel like, like years and in some ways what we have called the new normal even though this isn't normal doesn't feel new anymore this actually feels oddly normal in some ways we've just adapted and I think adapting back is going to be a lot harder, at least for, than we, than we realize. Yeah. I think we need um, to be sensitive to that. Exactly. And so absolutely. just a lot of what, yeah. And what we've been talking about is like reaching out to your people, your friends, asking for help. I know we were talking a while ago about coping skills and what that would look like. And maybe it's not just eating a tub of ice cream in front of Netflix. It has to be, there has to be more coping skills. And I know you've talked to a lot of people about yeah. that in your work. Well, Totally. And the one thing that I'm only going to say one thing about that uh, right now, which is ask yourself what you need. It's one coaching question that when you're trying to help someone figure something out for themselves, 
you just ask that question. And it's also like when you're stuck and you don't know what else to ask, say, what do you need? What do you need? And it's such a powerful question. Most people don't know how to answer that. The pause is so big after that. Yeah. I'm not going to get emotional. Really yeah. I think it's really hard to really ask yourself, like, what do you really need? We can say, oh, I need more time or I need, but it, you know, when you like really drop into yourself and ask your need, I think sometimes people realize things are missing that they didn't realize. And that's a really yes. overwhelming thing. I think what you Do said you think it's overwhelming really just to be in touch with the emotions around that? Is it too, too upsetting to really tap into that there's a need, that there are various needs there that they don't have? Or is it overwhelming because they don't know how to answer that question? Like they don't know how to get what they need. So is it identifying the needs or is it you don't know how to get what you need? That's more scary. I think it's, that makes I think it's different for each person. And I, I think it's a little bit of both. I think anytime you realize that something isn't quite where you thought it was, that there is that kind of, oh my God, like you just, the bottom fell out of something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. especially when we realize that we've been maybe running on this treadmill of life and you know, don't really necessarily examine our own needs as deeply as we would like to, or we don't give ourselves the, the privilege or the honor of doing that for ourselves. We're yeah. so busy doing that. I think we just, it, it's rare that you actually take the time to drop into yourself in a deep way. And so whenever you can, I mean, that whole self-care, it's important. And what you said about being sensitive to the transition, you know, I think everyone thinks it's going to go back to normal and I'm going to feel great, but there's, there may be a lot of mixed emotions and hopefully employers and friends and parents and relatives all keep that in mind. I think our expectations of what we think other people will feel may, may impact them in ways that we don't really understand. So yeah, there's so much in here. No, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And just this past year, I feel like personally, just in my family, it's like just keeping things going and just keeping the anxiety of, of my family at bay. So look, you know, job search with my husband or the, you know, kids' anxieties at school, just keeping those at bay and everything kind of more positive perspective and keeping the meals going and all of that, that's kept me very busy. So I think if it doesn't give me a lot of time amongst other things, it doesn't give me a lot of time to think about, well, what do I need? And I've been thinking about that more lately too. And, and just to what you said before, like that is overwhelming. It's like, oh, okay. I, I need to make sure that I'm equipped to go back to change gears and go back into the world and address these new things. But I have been putting aside, what do I need? Even though I do, you know, I have been good at carving out kind of time for self-care and all these things that are important to me, but it's just a different story when you have to just shift gears completely and, and go back into a much more busy world. So, and exposing ourselves to things that we've learned to be really nervous about being interacting with other people, taking public transportation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even going out to a restaurant. Some people have been doing that regularly. We, we really haven't. So I did go to a restaurant last week. It was wonderful. But like, then you're thinking about, you know, things I used to go to a restaurant, relax, and it was nice to be served. And now it's just, you have to think about everything from masks to hand sanitizer, to how far you're sitting away from other people, anything, but that's, so it's a lot, but it's also exciting because you're, that's normal. That's great. New York city, we have 50%, you know, capacity now where we could actually go to a restaurant and sit inside. <laughs> Anyhow. I haven't eaten inside in a restaurant for over a year now. I mean, it, 
Right. And I don't know that I, I'm like, oh, I kind of don't know that I want to. I mean, right. and I don't really mean that, but what I mean is we kind of get used to what we're doing and change can be difficult for in different ways, depending on, on what it is. But anyway, we, I think we would love to hear from everybody what you guys are are anxious about or nervous about or worried about and keep the discussion going and support one another through this. And so we, we'd love to hear from, from everyone, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think just through that sharing with others, it really helps people to just get a grip, grip on what they need for themselves. So that's part of the process. And we very much believe in that in, in community. So one-on-one -on -one is great, but just within small groups and then within the larger community of Monumental Me, because that's what, that's what we're building, just feeding off of each other and gaining strength from Absolutely. friends. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. We're going to, we're going to keep talking about this and Go, well, yes. let's go pull ourselves together and <laughs> continue the conversation for the rest of the day. For the rest I'm going to go put my lipstick on. I'm putting my lipstick on, Ooh. trying to practice yes. for when I can get back out there without my mask. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. For more information or to join our community, visit our website at monumentalme.com or follow us on Instagram at monumentalme.we. And if you have any suggestions for interviews, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at info at monumentalme.com.